Hello and welcome to a show of their own. I'm Morgan and this is Quick Hitter number two. Our mini episodes that we are incorporating throughout the weeks. We've done one a, one a week the last two weeks we've done them. Um, I'm sure once hockey starts playoffs, we'll probably grow to two a week. But this one I wanted to talk about what else other than MLB once again. Um, because a lot has happened, especially in the last two days it feels like. I'm recording this Thursday night, and I just wanted to get it all in hopefully a short episode, because I didn't want to, like, bog down our normal episode with MLB like I felt like I kind of did in our main episode that came out Tuesday. So, bear with me. I'm mostly reading notes I took from a lot of articles, most of them from The Athletic, um, and then I have a few notes um, from Jeff Passan with ESPN. Hopefully while recording this, no news comes out again because that's what happened last time and news came out after. So hopefully I have it all. Trying to find a way to go about this somewhat in order, but MLB didn't really make it that easy. First of all, we recorded on Monday. So since then, both Phillies and Marlins essentially canceled well I honestly again I still don't understand if they're gonna replay or not replay but play those later on or if it's a full cancel of of episodes of games kind of sounds like with some of the news that came out today they might end up being double headers in August um well I guess that's today as you're listening so this month um so the Marlins are in Philly still that's where they've been quarantining makes sense I think it was either today or yesterday the Phillies just announced they wouldn't be playing the rest of their games this weekend. I think they were supposed to play the Blue Jays, Um, and it was announced that they would not be playing those games. They had announced earlier that they had canceled all workouts. They had canceled all workouts Thursday, yesterday, as you're listening. after a coach and a home clubhouse staff member tested positive, the results were from Wednesday's testing. This is from an article from The Athletic from Megan Montemuro, I hope I'm saying that right, and Jason Stark. Um, all activity at Citizens Bank Park has been canceled until further notice. So, again, it seems like they won't be playing games until Monday, and even then, I'm wondering if the Phillies won't because... I mean, they've been quarantining this whole week, but since you still have positives coming as recent as Thursday, I would think maybe Marlins quarantine might end Sunday. They play Monday or Tuesday, and then Phillies would play maybe Wednesday, Thursday games. Um, I haven't really looked at their schedule, but that's my thought process on that. Um, Another interesting thing that's coming out is that it doesn't really seem like MLB's communicating with either team very well on I think it it might have been earlier this week Monday Tuesday Andrew McCutcheon tweeted that he's checking Twitter for updates because the media is getting updates and reporting it on Twitter before the team even gets the updates which is pretty sad you would think they would tell the front office managers players staff and then tell media but the fact that players are having to read he he tweeted that he was he was checking twitter to see if he was playing so this was before philly's games were canceled so it must have been monday um 
that's sad. If players have to check Twitter to see if games are being played before MLB even tells them, that's ridiculous. Um, in that same athletic article, um, they were saying that people within the Phillies organization specifically have been frustrated by the lack of communication from the league all week. Um, Phillies general manager spent nearly 40 minutes Wednesday afternoon addressing media on a range of issues um, in regards to the Marlins virus, and they don't really seem to understand why they even played on Sunday in the first place. Kind of seems like, I don't know if it's before the game, it might have been like right during the game, there were tweets that Marlins had three or four players that weren't, that were going on IL, thinly veiled, but it was pretty obvious it was because of COVID, so they knew that they potentially had a number of players that had the virus, and they still decided to play. I'd be pissed if I was anyone in the Phillies organization, and even the Marlins too, because there's a chance that no one knew that that was why they were going on IL. Um, so, kind of sucks. Oh, sorry, if I read the next paragraph to you guys, we would know the answer. It says, um, Phillies found out about the Marlins' three positive tests Sunday around noon, about the same time it was publicly reported by media outlets. At the time of the first pitch, the general manager of the Phillies said the team knew some but not all the details. That makes me think he knew there were possibly Phillies tested positive, but he wouldn't know for sure. Um... He went on to say, all I can tell you is that there was plenty of communication before that game. There were others at the league level who knew about the positive test before we did, so the determination was made at that point that it was safe. So it kind of seems like they told him it was safe to play, but at the same time knew maybe it wasn't the best idea, and you know, better be safe than sorry, so they probably shouldn't have played that game at all. Um... It, if I remember correctly, didn't Mattingly ask someone, like, hey, do you think we should play today? So, and I want to say it was the Nationals manager. I don't know. Um, I just remember reading that report somewhere. And I think if he even had the inkling that a number of his players had tested positive or were showing symptoms or there was even, even like, a, just they suspected it. I think you put the health and lives of everyone else before a game, and they should have mentioned it. And now we're having to deal with this whole, like, worst possible scenario that MLB obviously never thought about. Um, and with that, they're making new rules. I say that with quotes, because from Jeff Passan, who reported some of the new quote-unquote protocols, it said Major League Baseball is encouraging players. That doesn't, that's not a rule. If you're just encouraging players to do something, that's not a protocol. That's a, we really think you guys should do this, but you don't have to, which has kind of seemed like their whole premise for literally everything in regards to COVID and playing. But anyway, they are encouraging players to not to leave hotels in road cities except for games, mandating the use of surgical masks instead of cloth masks during travel, and requiring every team to travel with a compliance officer who ensures players and staff properly follow the league's protocol. 
the sources told ESPN that. So I have a number of issues. First of all, why are they just now encouraging players not to leave hotels? That should have been, first of all, it should have been encouraged. It should have been enforced. That should be the rule. You should either be at your hotel or home or at the field, and that's it. They shouldn't be allowed to go anywhere else. And I know that sounds like, oh, that sucks. I can't go anywhere. But none of us should be going anywhere anyway. That's how you limit the spread, especially if they're not going to have bubbles. Second, mandating the use of surgical masks instead of cloth masks. Just that part right there. Like, to me, they don't get, they're not, they don't get it. Ma the type of mask was never an issue with the outbreak. I can tell you that right now because we've seen it everywhere. It's not the type of mask that matters. It's the fact that players didn't have to wear them in the first place. So, like, it, again, again, there were plenty of players wearing cloth masks, but a lot of them weren't. So, it doesn't really matter which mask you're wearing if they're not required. Now, they are mandated in this, but it specifically says during travel, not in the dugouts, in the clubhouses, during the game. It just says during travel. So while you're on the plane, while you're all on the same bus, okay, cool. But what about when you're interacting with other teams on the field, other clubhouse attendants at away stadiums? Like, how does that help anything? And then requiring every team to travel as a compliance officer, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that means they're with someone from the league who's the compliance officer or like the rangers can just appoint lance lynn to be the compliance officer for that team which the rangers are kind of already doing that lance lynn and jesse chavez have kind of appointed themselves to make sure the rest of the team is following protocols which makes sense which is a good idea but in this case i it's just dumb just reading that sentence you're like okay mlb has no idea they just don't get it. They're not. They're completely missing the point. Um, those updated rules were distributed to teams on Tuesday. <laughs> the next part made me laugh. First of all, um, on the Ranger game on Wednesday, um, John Radigan mentioned that players got a 100-page protocol. 100 pages of COVID protocol for all players to go through. Y'all, I'm calling BS on that. NHL, who has way stricter protocols, as we've discussed in multiple episodes now, only had a 60-page booklet to give players to go over. I'm... Uh, th this ESPN says that they were given 113 pages. It, it, there's no way. There is absolutely no way that MLB gave out double almost double the protocols when they barely have any their, their protocols are maybe wear a mask there are no fans don't spit that's their protocols so espn mentioned that nowhere in that so-called 113 page protocol i want i want if if that exists i want a copy of it mlb contact me i want i want that protocol i will literally read the whole thing because I'm not convinced A that it exists and B I'm not 
it, their protocols have to be a page long. There's no way. Anyway, nowhere in that protocol um, that governs the 2020 season explicitly addresses how the league would handle the coronavirus outbreak, let alone one the magnitude of the Marlins. Which, by the way, the Marlins, as of 10:25 p.m. Central Time on Thursday, have 18 positive tests. That includes 16 players, which is about 50% of their traveling team. That's too many. That is mind-boggling. And they're still trying. They're still investigating how a player got it. it I I read one report that it was um, when they were in Atlanta for exhibition games before even playing the Phillies. And they, like, went out on the town, you know, enjoyed a night. That was a Bob Nightingale tweet, and I haven't seen anyone else confirm it. Um, so I'm, I'm not really sure how accurate that is. It's the only report I've seen of how this happened, because MLB's, again, still investigating it and haven't figured it out yet. So it, it doesn't surprise me that they didn't have any way to figure out how this happened, to keep it from happening. Um, so with that, they're looking into, it says, quote, a wide range of factors from the team's in-stadium behavior, mask wearing, social distancing, and other protocol suggested factors to the off-field activities of players and staff, according to sources. This is again from Jeff Passon's ESPN article. Oh, he does say it. He says the league will especially probe the veracity of players going out at night in Atlanta during the Marlins' time in the city for preseason games against the Braves. Okay, I didn't see that part before. Interesting. So, they they would have had to do that at the end of that series then, because otherwise Atlanta would be scrambling to make sure none of them got it at the same time. Anyway, that's just a mess, and I know there's going to be an update between this episode and the next episode, so I'm sure if it's not in the main episode, it'll be another quick hitter, um, but that's the mess of COVID. Um, one other thing I wanted to quickly mention, even though I know I'm doing this all very quickly, because I talk fast when it's just me, and because I, again, don't want to make this long, and I'm also talking to myself, essentially, so... Talking for 15 minutes feels like an hour. The other thing that... Oh, there were two other two other things that happened today. Um, one, which I want to laugh at. Uh, so, Major League Baseball and the Players Association agreed that players who steal signs electronically can be suspended without pay or service time. That means... And it's the commissioner that, that has that power to give those punishments. So... You heard that right. Astros and Red Sox. Although Red Sox said players had nothing to it. Don't understand how that happened. Whatever. They didn't get any suspension because they cooperated. Blah, blah, blah. Immunity. Um, But everyone else after them is going to get suspended without pay or service time. You're going to punish the players after them harsher. I get just punishing players after. Sure suspend them for a game or two give them a fine but suspend without pay 
or I'm assuming it's and or service time. The athletic just put or service time. I don't get it. I don't. I get that the punishment for the Astros didn't really deter anyone. So yeah, why wouldn't players do it? But. The Astros deserve to be punished. I don't care about immunity. I don't. Because I still don't think they told the whole truth, but whatever. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It just seems like the Astros got a pat on the wrist, and then anyone after them is going to actually legitimately get punished for it. Whereas the punishment for the Astros was, well, you told us you did it, so I guess we will punish you. Thanks for owning up to it. If another player if my child decided to uh steal signs electronically and went up to MLB and said guys you know what i gotta confess stole signs electronically he's still gonna get suspended without pay or service time he he admitted to it why doesn't he get the immunity not that i think my child would ever do that because he doesn't need to he's just good on his own but it just doesn't doesn't make sense not and I'm not saying that like anyone who steals signs electronically shouldn't get punished I just think that that's a pretty harsh punishment considering a whole team didn't get punished um the other thing that came out today was MLB and MLBPA agreed to starting today as you're listening agreed to seven inning doubleheaders where the 8th inning would essentially work like how the 10th inning works in extra innings now. Runner on 2nd. So, I'm a little confused. I don't watch minor league baseball. I don't watch Little, little League. Someone can tweet me. Because everywhere I read didn't really clarify it. Is that Does that mean both games in a doubleheader are 7 innings? Or does that mean the second game? Or does it mean the first? Because I immediately thought that meant, oh, the second game is seven innings. The first game, nine innings or extra innings. But as I'm saying it, I realize that probably wouldn't help with the pace and whatever. And time. And I mean, it's not like they're all playing in the same field, so it really wouldn't matter if one game, if the first game was 12 innings and the second game was seven innings. Like, it, it wouldn't really matter. I think it's interesting. I kind of like that they're doing that this year, considering they needed to make a contingency plan for the Marlins and the Phillies and the Yankees and the Blue Jays and the Orioles, whose games all got messed up because of this week, um, to be able to play the same number of games as everyone else. And I saw that they also decided to do that because of weather, so no one's really, like, ends up playing that many fewer games. However, I did also see something yesterday, and I'm not remembering who, and I obviously it's not a rule, but it was like a consideration of MLB possibly saying, like, regardless if you play 60 games, or like Marlins play 55 games, or 53 games, or however many games they end up missing because of uh, quarantine, it wouldn't matter, and that they were just going to do playoffs based on percentage uh win percentage which they really do it that already anyway um 
but I can see the pros and the cons of that. That would be very, um, I don't know, <laughs> didn't really think about that all the way through as I was saying it. That's the other thing, is as I'm talking, I'm also trying to think, so I end up repeating myself as I'm thinking to give myself more time to think about the words I want to say. Um, yeah, I think it, since they took so long to agree with 60 games, playing less than 60 games feels kind of sucky from a player's standpoint. If you're a team playing 60 games, like, oh, they got to play, what, what if you play, like, 50 games and you get a number one seed or or you get second place in your division and a wild card team played 60 games. I guess technically if you're going by percentage that really wouldn't matter. But also that's 10 less games the Marlins had in this situation, hypothetical situation. That's 10 less games they had to lose, like had the opportunity to lose. I don't know. I'm thinking this out as I'm saying it. Uh, MLB constantly, like I think they've, melted my brain as much as it can melt and then the next day they come up with something new to further melt my brain um so if any of that made sense to you and you understand what I'm trying to say feel free to tweet me and let me know what I was trying to say because I don't um all I know is Marlins and Phillies are in a sucky situation because MLB doesn't know how to handle um, COVID protocols, and it looks like they still don't, because it's, like, how hard is it to just say, we've sent you all masks, wear them, no matter what, on the field, no matter what, I can understand if the pitcher doesn't wear it, because they're, uh, until that huddle, which mound visits aren't, um, there's not as many, because there's a limit, I can see why they wouldn't have to wear it, because they're more than six feet away from everyone, until, Maybe a play happens, but usually the pitcher, more often not, is not involved in a play. Outfield, you don't really have to wear it out there because, again, you're not really close to anyone, for the most part. Infield should wear them all the time, and so should the catcher, and all the umps, and all the batters. Like they they wore them during summer camp. We saw a lot of them running with them on. It's not a matter of, I can't breathe because you can breathe in masks. It does nothing to affect your breathing. Um, but it, just tell them to wear the mask. Like, that's the easiest step. Because obviously they don't care about social distancing. Dusty Baker, I, I saw he got a fine for the Dodgers, Astros, scuffle, whatever. But I don't think he got a fine for coming within six feet of the ump. I think he got the fine because like, his own team left the benches. Like, I think if I read the tweet right, that's what it was for, which is stupid. I will die on this hill of finding managers and players that argue with umps and come within six feet because that was, like, the only rule, actual rule, that had any sort of consequence for any of the COVID protocols. If a player or manager leaves their spot to argue with an ump and comes within six feet of that ump, it is an automatic ejection, which didn't happen, and it's a um, possible suspension and or fine, and that hasn't happened, and I've seen two managers come well within six feet of an ump to argue 
One was already been ejected, so it didn't matter. The other one was not ejected. And nothing. Like, this is, again, my whole point in that is I, I, it's not like I really truly care if a manager gets fined, suspended, or ejected. It's that that's the one protocol they seem to have that has a legit consequence to it that is for protection of everyone's health. And they can't even enforce that. So how are we expected to believe they're going to enforce anything else? And how are they going to... How are we all supposed to believe that they... That Marlon's outbreak is going to be the only one? Because they can't. They haven't proven that, okay, we're, we've had the worst case scenario. We know how to fix it. We're working on it. It's not going to happen to any other team. It, 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 it's MLB. They haven't proven anything. So... This is the end of a, the first week of baseball. This is the first, we've had a week of baseball and we're already here. So I give it another week before they either figure it out or I don't even think they're going to cancel the season. They want the money too much. I guess a week before they figure it out or we have like triple headers at the end of the month to make every, make up every game that they're gonna miss because of COVID so that's it that's all I got that was a lot it's 25 minutes that's 10 minutes longer than I expected um but yeah if there's anything else tweet at us at Morgan Price at Japanese underscore ginger for Laura our Twitter is a show of their own our Instagram is a show of their own podcast you can contact us there tweet us message us send a smoke signal, um, and let us know what you think about MLB's protocols or lack thereof, of this episode, of our main episodes, whatever, any topics. Yeah. Bye guys.